0: Welcome back to Digesting Dark, where we're tackling the Netflix series Dark, one episode at a time. For this podcast, we watched Season 3, Episode 3, titled Adam and Eva, and we're here to talk all about it with no knowledge of anything in the future, no reading Reddit boards, nothing like that. It's just my thoughts and Aaron's thoughts. I am Zach Brooks, and I am joined by the stranger Martha to my stranger Jonas, Aaron Brooks.
1: Hello. How's it going?
0: Do you like being Stranger Martha, or would you rather have been Stranger Jonas?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm still not sure. I don't. I don't know how much to trust any of the Marthas at this point, or who's who.
0: Uh, talking about trusting the Marthas, this is not a Handmaid's Tale podcast, but there are the Marthas in Handmaid's Tale.
1: Oh, I didn't. I've not seen any of Handmaid's Tale. Oh, so
0: depressing. This show is less. Looks
1: really horrifying.
0: It, it, it really, really is. Uh, yeah. So we will call her Stranger Martha, the woman who shows up at the end of this episode, until we are given a different name. Yep. I do like that. You know, one of the things we like about this is that Dark at least gives names to people at different stages in their life, so it keeps it a little bit easier to track. You know, we have Adam. We have, and uh, now I think we could officially call Old Woman Martha Eve or Eva yep she claims herself to be so um and so as always uh digesting dark we are going through dark one episode at a time the new third and final season and we're discussing these episodes without any future knowledge just what we've seen so far having watched and rewatched the episodes a number of times make sure you do not miss an episode of this podcast by subscribing on your favorite podcatcher itunes uh I guess it's Apple podcasts. Now Google, Spotify, I use player.fm. If you're a, and, if you have an Android phone, player.fm is awesome. Highly recommend it. You also can subscribe on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel. We're uploading all of these podcasts on there. Uh, so you can subscribe on YouTube and you can find them on there. If you're one of those people who likes to listen to podcasts on YouTube and make sure you're sending us feedback on the episodes as you watch them. Our email address is digestingdarkpod at gmail.com. We've got a number of emails in already for this episode. Just be sure you're including the episode number in the subject line when you send something in because if it doesn't have the episode number, we're not going to look at it just in case it has any spoilers in it. So um, for the next podcast, we'll be talking about episode number five, or sorry, episode number four. Talking about episode number four. So just put episode number four in the subject line. And if you watch ahead, that's fine you can send him you can send in emails but it's more fun if you stay on our pace and the longer you drag this thing out the longer you have dark in your life because uh, there's episodes are slipping away like grains of sand
1: indeed yeah yeah savor savor these last four right
0: yeah so uh yeah that's what i'm trying to do so we're now through three episodes uh before we get into the third episode you want to talk about a little bit of feedback that we got on episode number two um
1: yeah sure did you have something sure. you want to
0: talk about first? Um, my
1: just like quick, I just I I was trying to decide whether to let their. I'll give my feedback real quick on just a couple of observations I just had out of order in this episode at okay. just random times, but that aren't necessarily dependent on this episode. One, Killian looks like Peter, so I don't know what that means, but they mm. look really similar. I did notice other.
0: that he does kind of look like Peter. Um, yeah,
1: and there's never an accident on casting with stuff like that so mm-hmm. um you know still no uh bernadette i'm waiting for bernadette to show up bernadette hg two characters that are yet to show up this season so um again i'm just um also just with the three ninjas mm-hmm. um i really have a lot of different so the middle aged of the three ninjas looks like peter or killian cult. yes yeah so Colt looks like Peter Killian. The young one looks like Mads. Mm-hmm. And the old one looks like Helge. Yep. So I don't know if these are all necessarily the same person like we initially thought when mm. they did the crossing of the arms thing. Maybe that was a little bit of a feint. I don't know. because Well, they do
0: all have that same scar on their face.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't... They just like... They don't, I don't see the similarity between the young and the middle-aged one, I guess.
0: But. So, I mean, it could be, and we'll definitely talk about them because there's a lot of reveals about them in this episode. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it could be that we saw, you know, we're seeing people being being blinded, like physically being blinded, their eyes being burnt off, their ears being scarred. So their their scar on their lips could be similar to how the kids in the chair get the scar on their eyes. So maybe they all had the same experiment pulled on them and it just left like a slight scar on their lips
1: yeah exactly so maybe that is just another like faint into making you think
0: they're related when they're not yeah so i do have an observation on that scar as well but i want to hold that until we actually get
1: yeah, yeah. so that that was just a couple of like random things i had thought or i had kind of noticed but the thing with killian really looking like peter um was one that was striking and then obviously we get some really interesting stuff with peter in the church mm-hmm. um later too which yeah was really interesting.
0: Yep. So, uh, yeah, so we'll get into everything from Episode 3. Let's go back in time a little bit to Episode 2, and we do have a couple of emails about that, either ones that are about the podcast. We have a couple that are about the podcast and a couple about the episode itself. The first is we have Pronunciation Corner with Adrian Colley. He wrote in to say the name that we kept saying, Silja, S-I-L-J-A. is not pronounced as Silja. It is pronounced as Celia. It is a strange spelling according to German rules is what he said. So Celia is the woman who's going to end up marrying Bartos according to the family tree that we saw.
1: We still don't know who Celia is.
0: We do not know who Celia is. Uh, We do have, but that is a, uh, that is a good segue because Rashawn Jones and Daniel Hackett actually both wrote in with feedback that is the same. They both think that Celia is from season two and that she is the woman that we keep referring to as Scarface. Mm Mm-hmm they're writing in and saying that they think she's the woman from the future who is with Elizabeth, the one who hit Jonas with the butt of her gun at the end of season one. And uh, Daniel Hackett went even further where he's saying he thinks Celia is the one who married Bartos and will be the girl with the scar and her face in the future, who we call Scarface. He says it's because she's the only one. We really don't know who she's connected to. And um, he's also predicting that she will turn out to be Peter's mother So if this is true, that would mean that Noah would be Peter's half-brother and son-in-law and father of Peter's wife. So three crazy connections between Noah and Peter.
1: Yeah, I feel like we've got a lot coming for Peter. Like, this is a very big Peter season.
0: Yeah, um, so, I mean, and it would make sense if Noah and Peter have all those connections, given that they both are the priest in the two different worlds.
1: Yeah, and Peter is a name in the Bible also, Mm not as you know well thought as like a Noah, but uh, I think when I looked him up, Peter was like the basic story was Peter at some point betrayed Jesus mm. and then ended up redeeming himself, but in death redeeming himself, so like irredeemable like mistakes that eventually he's able to redeem himself for, which is kind of what his arc is right
0: yeah, now. I wish one of us or I wish we had like a Bible expert on because I'm curious if is peter a new testament name like could we take something you know noah is obviously old testament um and could we take something with the names that are old testament names versus the names that are new testament names even if you look at like the two different worlds as one world Mm -hmm. is the old testament one world being the new testament well i mean eve's in one and Adams in the other and they're both old testament right yes yeah yeah um but some of the other people i wonder Um, yeah And so then um, we also have an email from Sophia Brower, And she says that she has to correct us on the play. So we continue to get the the name of the play incorrect. So we do have the name of it right. The play is called Ariadne. And uh, it is actually the play that is in both worlds. So it is not one play in one world and one play in a different world. I swear it had Adrian at one point, but apparently not. Apparently they're both Ariadne and they're myth- in which uh, Ariadne is a daughter of King Ariadne is the daughter of King Minos, and she helps Theseus in his quest to kill the Minotaur that is in the labyrinth. Ariadne helps Theseus get out of the labyrinth by giving him a string so that he can w- find his way back. So thematically, yep. that ties a lot into the show. Yeah. All right, so there was no play that's called Adrian, apparently. Now, maybe that's incorrect, too. I feel like we're going in cycles with this. <laughs> so if somebody wants to, like, weigh in with the definitive answer, I just don't want to try looking that up because I don't want to find anything. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do see quite a bit of Ariadne in this episode.
1: Yep, right away.
0: Yep. Um, all right, so that is what we have from episode number two. So now we can get into episode number three, which is titled Adam, Adam and Eva – The thunder is going to start rolling and we are going to start rolling into this episode. Um, Do you want to just kind of give some overall thoughts on the episode before we actually get into detail by detail?
1: Um, Yeah, I guess like just off the like, what are what are your feelings after this episode?
0: Um, So I watched this twice and the first time I watched it, I actually like felt very frustrated by it. And I think some of that comes from a little PTSD from season six of Lost because I'm getting lots of season six from Lost vibes from this episode, but also just that we are running out of time, like literally are running out of time on this show. We only have five episodes left. I think we think there's eight episodes and I love this show. I don't want it to end. And when we're spending our precious time watching Hannah blackmail Alexander again, or watching the characters kind of repeat the beats from season one in the alternate world. To me, I'm just like, why is this what we're doing instead of focusing on the stuff that's more interesting?
1: Yeah, this is, this is, I mean, for me, like, I think that this, this show throughout it has, you know, by design, I think had you feel the way you're supposed to be feeling as you're going. And I think that feeling of like, oh, this is happening again. Of course, everything's the same in this world as it was in the new world. Like, that's but all just different,
0: right? It's all, yeah, like, I get it. Like, right. Yeah,
1: I know you get it. And they're like, everybody should get it. That's very, it's very out there. That's not what you're supposed to be getting. But that's just like kind of the point. It's the further into the labyrinth you go, the, the more lost you become, the more you just, you don't know what the beginning is, what the, what the cause is what the effect is at Mm -hmm. this point it's just kind of how it is right you know it's just it's learning the same lessons they've learned throughout it's like realizing that there really isn't any progress in these characters that you thought there was so much progress in Mm -hmm. so because they are you can't change who you are you can't change what becomes right and some of
0: it is like butterfly effect stuff from things that are different in the two worlds that You know, maybe this is the world without Jonas. And so, you know, for some reason, having a world without Jonas led to Waller losing his arm instead of his eye Mm -hmm. and some of these other things. But but deep down, these characters are the same. Yeah. Um, So so. the second time I watched it, when I rewatched it, I liked it better. Mm -hmm. And I kind of came to a potential conclusion on what we're watching. And we're not actually watching two alternate worlds. I think what you're watching is these worlds take place after each other. So the, you know, prime world, I guess we can call that like Adam's world is the one we watch first. And then something happens in Adam's world, which leads to everything resetting and we're watching Eve's world. And then something at the end of Eve's world is going to lead to everything resetting and we're watching Adam's world. So instead of being like two circles side by side, it's the infinity symbol and they're
1: connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it continues to be connected.
0: Right. And so maybe that thing, whatever it is that happens is Agnes... Uh, Agnes Nielsen because she was right at the center of that character tree and we still haven't seen her this season Um, but when I think about the alternate world not as like the sideways universe to borrow from another show but Mm -hmm. as a as the deep future or the deep past of the prime world it uh, it helps me a little bit like contextualize this and not feel like we're just watching um, like an alternate world that's a little frustrating
1: that's yeah, I think that's a good way of looking at it too. Um I just think overall it's it continues the theme that everything's the same as it always was. Like it's just it's not and I mean I think we're at a point where we're we still have a couple twists to go oh, to really sure. know where this is going. So um I think this is you know it's doing a little bit of a you know, a rope-a-dope here. The setup, so.
0: yeah. And, um, you know, I do think that when you think about the idea of Adam and Eve, obviously Adam and Eve were the first two people, you know, biblically, mm-hmm. they were the first two people. And everything came from Adam and Eve over time, over, you know, many, many centuries, if, if you're following the biblical story, I'm not saying that's, you know, 100% mm-hmm. what happened. But if this show is kind of doing the opposite, where what we're doing is we're watching the journey of younger Jonas and younger Martha to become... Adam and Eve at the end and literally the end of the show will be the beginning where we're seeing exactly. Adam and Eve because it does seem like Adam and Adam in this universe and Eve in the other universe are working together somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're kind of like two gods. So I
1: think you're on the right track there and that's yeah. uh similar to where I'm feeling overall and that's why I don't I did not feel frustrated at all by this. I felt Even the first is, time you watched it? Even the first time I watched it. Yeah. Um I really I just I guess for one, I really um, you know, I just like the I I like the different characters filling different roles in this. And I like how, you know, um Hannah's obsession with Ulrich has now shifted to her obsession with Charlotte. Like I think those are just really, really clever and I'm curious to see the results that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I did think, especially on the second or third rewatch that they're heading towards becoming Adam and Eve. Yes. They didn't start as Adam and Eve, and the end as the beginning. And that is like, I can't wait to see that. Right. Because that is so perfect for this show.
0: Right. So what we're leading towards is the Adam and Eve, but instead of it being the beginning of everything, it's actually the end, but it somehow yeah. will actually, you know, somehow whatever Adam and Eve are trying to do is what's going to create these worlds to begin with.
1: Yeah. and At I least mean that's where
0: we're leading right now.
1: Yeah, and I like really, you know, appreciated how this. Yeah, I guess we can go into how the episode opened now, unless you have more.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, no. It's, so we've got a, a a carriage going through the forest. The thunder is rolling. Mm-hmm. First of
1: all, the opening shot of it mm-hmm. looked so different than any opening shot ever. It looked like it was out of Sin City. Like it looked like a comic book like shot. It really Just was unusual and like it it was like it was just filmed different than any other opening scene in this show Mm -hmm. well
0: they were using 1800s technology so it might just be that
1: yeah but like either way like really look um like yeah yeah. i i I did sorry your joke wasn't funny but yeah Yeah, i know (laughs) like i don't know i i don't know if that meant it just looked so different than any other opening
0: well that, i mean I like i mean I, I joked about it being 1800s technology but this is really like you know we're going you know we thought 1888 was far back we're now seeing uh old Montana house as a child so we're seeing like 1820 probably it's probably 66 years before that so 1822 mm-hmm. i
1: would guess yeah
0: yeah so we I mean we're just keep going further and further back
1: yeah and so yeah it's, it opens up with our favorite play um you know and uh ariadne ariadne and uh, the father of...
0: You're going to get emails. Don't mispronounce it. We're going to get emails. Yeah, yeah.
1: thank you for your emails on pronunciation. Um, they are and, helpful.
0: They are helpful. We just, you know, we accept our flaws, which is pronunciation.
1: Yeah, and so the father of blind Tana House, I don't think we know his
0: name. Uh, we, so we did get an email that has his name, but it's from the credits, and I don't want to... I don't like to use the credits. We'll find out his name, I feel like. I don't think we okay. know from the credits.
1: Yeah, and so... Interesting, he's talking about this play and how the old man, T- Blind Tannehouse's mother, loved this play and was obsessed with this play. So yes. Um, so right I away, wasn't
0: sure, is this, I'm pretty sure this guy that he's talking to is his father. But I also couldn't tell if it was like a caregiver and the father was dead and this was just like an advisor. Um, well, I think
1: the way he was talking about his mother, it mm-hmm. made it think this was his father okay. to me. Yeah, so I think Maybe that, that
0: simplifies things to assume that this is the father.
1: Yeah, and while he's also holding the playwright, he also has the watch on um, that says for Charlotte.
0: Yes, and he has Sigmund lots of Sigmund swag. He's got a mm-hmm. pan or he's got a uh, a ring. He's got the cane. He's got the book.
1: So, what did you think when you saw the um, watch?
0: Well, it wasn't until after I watched it twice and then started thinking about it, but I would not be surprised if that was old Peter.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I that. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. So, um, that I just, when Peter begins is a huge mystery to me, but yeah. I think
0: that makes it very interesting. If Peter is the origin of the Tan house family. Yeah. Um, cause we still don't know where HG Tan house f- falls into this. Now HG might end up being the blind guy's son. He might be his brother, might be his grandson. we don't know where H.G. Tanhouse fits in. What we do have confirmed, though, is that H.G. Tanhouse is not the same tanhouse as the old one that we're seeing uh, throughout the season.
1: Yeah, which I'm glad they did. I'm yeah. glad they confirmed that.
0: Um, and so you know we'll see who and I i don't think that this person with the Four Charlotte uh, watch was an old version of HG. Tanhouse either. Mm-hmm. uh didn't look anything like him, so I nope. uh, but he does I do feel like he kind of could be you could see him and think that's Peter yeah
1: i'm pretty sure we've seen him in the sigmundus picture who
0: peter or this
1: man uh this man
0: yeah i i've like part of me wants to try to find that picture but i also like don't want to look it up so um Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure
1: he's on the right side with like the crazy like i feel like
0: we need to see this picture being taken at some point i wouldn't be yeah
1: they're 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 gonna go back to it for sure but um yeah i think that's old man peter that's my guess
0: yeah um and so Peter loses Charlotte somehow, you know, cause it seems like this man talks about, uh, how, you know, we, he says, uh, the kid asks why do we die? Mm-hmm. And the, the father says the dead are never truly dead. And we've heard in other episodes that Tanhouse's father was trying to use time travel to save somebody who had died in the past. So, uh, you know, is it that Peter is trying to, uh, is trying to save, should we lose Charlotte at some point? Um, and I guess, you know, he did lose Charlotte in the present timeline. He doesn't know where she is. She travels to the future. So yeah. maybe some of that is related as well. Mm-hmm. And yes, but it did say your mother loved this play. Talking about Ariadne, which made me think that the mother was actually Martha. Yeah. So yeah. it could be that it could be that the kid is the, uh, t- that Tanhouse is the, the child of Martha and somebody else or the child of Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Just because we've seen Martha very interested in Ariadne.
1: Mm-hmm. So, this could just be a caregiver.
0: Right. That was, so I took it that it was a caregiver, you know, kind of like a an Al, uh, Alfred and Bruce Wayne type situation. Okay. Uh, where fair. the parents were dead and then this was a caregiver because we don't get it confirmed that this is the father. No. Yeah. Um, and also, the pocket watch looks very new. Mm-hmm. When we've seen the pocket watch, it's old, it's weathered. Uh, now, I don't know how a pocket watch would still work 120 years later, like when we're seeing it, but uh, this is the, it's it, it, just like the machine that we saw in season two. This pocket watch is looks freshly created. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go from the kid version of Old Man Tan House to the old version of Old Man Tanhouse, and he's in the back of his carriage again. We can hear some rustling going on outside, and his driver is killed, and we have just the middle ninja... Uh, coming in the cult of the three ninjas and coming in and he gives a long, uh, he gives these long sermons, which make taking notes very difficult. I wish he wouldn't give such long sermons when he kills people.
1: Yeah. But one of the lines he says has definitely been said before. Yes. Yeah,
0: so, so I have, I'll, i have what I wrote down. It's its kind of like uh, not exactly not word for word what he said, but he said, he's talking about, uh, he says, you have eyes to see and ears to hear and a mortal may convince himself that he can keep a secret if his lips are silent but he chatters with his fingertips betrayal oozes from every pore and then he talks about how you're gonna go tell the world uh, you have a telegram to tell the world about us uh and then old man says all these years they said my father was insane uh, the world must know that travelers exist and then the ninja says what we know is a drop what we don't know is an ocean
1: Someone else said that before. What we
0: don't know is, I've, I remember something similar. I don't remember it being a drop in an ocean. Do you remember who so said that? It was
1: Adam. Um, he was, he, I believe said a drop in an ocean, also said a thread in a weave of a carpet. Um, yes, I, I do remember the carpet. A, uh, I think he way. used a drop in an ocean also. I think he's like three different examples of just how, um, you know, and how we know, yeah, what we know, just that we know so much less than what we don't so mm-hmm. i believe it was adam who said that.
0: yeah so it was in uh yeah um he says that adam said there were no coincidences in the world this is a thread in the carpet and that was in the season two premiere that he mentions the carpet Yep. Uh, so nowhere in this... my notes do i have the word i just searched my notes and nowhere do i have the word ocean okay. so i don't know if anybody maybe i just didn't write it down but i don't have
1: i thought I, that sounded familiar but maybe not but mm-hmm. it's still the same idea either way um
0: uh, and he has the wire the the ninja has the wire and I also wrote down one other note that was something I thought was off the first time I watched it. I definitely caught it the second time, and I haven't heard you bring it up yet. Uh, so that is that this this guy that we're seeing, the the ninja so to speak, has a scar on the right side of his face, on the right side of his mouth, and mm-hmm. that's what we've seen throughout the show so far. When we've seen this guy, he has a scar on the right side of his mouth. You agree? Yep. Okay. Uh, later on, I'm going to bring that back up. I'm just going to add a little suspense and not reveal where I'm going
1: with that. I wonder where it's, what side of his mouth it's on.
0: Well, that, but you don't know when. I'm going to talk about that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, not what, but when. Or where, but when. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, so then we go into our uh, intro. Same, I, I didn't notice anything different in the intro this episode. Nope. Although it does, it does seem like what we're seeing at the end where it says the words dark. We used to see the cave with all the trees. It seems like the, the version of the cave we're seeing is what we see at the end of this episode. It's much yeah. lighter. But what I did notice is after the intro, we don't have any kind of transition between the uh, prime world and the alt world. Mm-hmm. Now, it could just be that there was the intro and we, you know, but every other time that we've jumped between these two worlds, we have that that transition, you know, we call it the eye doctor thing, where it zooms in, zooms out. Yep. So, could that mean that this was this opening stuff that we saw was all from the alt world and not from the prime world?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Did you get that impression the first time you watched it? That's
1: maybe why it was kind of off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe that's why it felt a little off. I mean, it really did feel off.
0: Yeah. I mean, so we see, and I didn't even say it, but we do see the the ninja kill old. Old man Tanhouse, and we don't see Tanhouse the rest of the episode. But I guess we don't know which version of you know that could have been an alternate version of Tanhouse that he killed. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we're in uh, the bunker where uh, Adam and Eve are, or Jonas and Eve, I guess we could say. Uh, the Adam and Eve pictures, though, and and Old Martha is talking about the mistake that we have is believing that we're independent. We are all small fractions of an infinite whole. So that's kind of similar to the ocean line. That's similar to the carpet line. Um, yep. That we don't know. That we don't know very much. That we're just a small piece of this. Mm-hmm. And Jonas brings up uh, your idea: Is this world a copy of my world? So you and Jonas talking the same. There we go. Yeah. Um, and and Eve brings up the she references the glitch in the Matrix line, that he said to her. He said. You and I are Adam and Eve and we are glitching the matrix and you're here to save both worlds. Any chance that this world is like a simulated world?
1: I don't think so.
0: I hope not. I can't imagine that's what it is, but it is, it is weird that she brings up this glitch in the matrix line. So we've got this a couple times. This has come up. Yep. So Jonas says, yeah, Jonas mentions it to alt Martha and then we've also had it. Did, do you remember, did Mickle say it to Jonas or did Jonas say to Mickle originally?
1: I think it's Michael that says it to Jonas.
0: Originally, um, so I know Jonas says it to Michael when he reveals that he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a phrase that has been passed from potentially passed from Michael to Jonas to to like, Martha. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right, then we go to the police station. This is a much more f- straightforward scene. Finally, I felt like I could finally breathe after these like first few scenes i was like all right good." now we have like a much more straightforward scene (laughs) we -hmm. just have Auric telling the cops about the body that they found last night Mm -hmm. so uh you know in in this show usually each episode is a day it seems like for this alt world at least so far we're going a day every other episode because the body they found in episode one the next day is episode three yeah um so i guess that would mean that if the apocalypse is happening three days after that first day that we saw. So this is one day after is episode three, two days after would be episode five and three days after the day of the alt-world apocalypse would be episode seven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we don't have that confirmed, but it seems like that's the pattern they're going with. Yep.
1: I think that's right.
0: And Ulrich is very upset because obviously what they found is uh, all of Mickel's belong, or sorry, all of Mads's belongings on the body that they found. Um, and that they're talking about how they the kids found it in the bunker and listing off the kids who found it. This is one of those scenes where, from my perspective, I'm like, oh, well, of course he knows that he's looking at Mads' body. But it, it wasn't until a little bit later that I realized, like, Ulrich doesn't realize what he's looking at is his brother's body. He thinks what he's looking at is a just some random kid who got killed that was dressed up like his brother.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he thought someone just kept the clothes and did it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so Ulrich starts to kind of break down. He's very upset about this. We see another scene between Charlotte and Ulrich in the evidence room. And uh, Ulrich is saying that that the reason why he joined the force was because the cops were all drunk morons and made so many mistakes.
1: Yep, which is the same as in the prime world.
0: Yeah. Why he joins. Uh, we don't hear anything about Egon Tiedemann. I'm assuming that he's still referring to Egon Tiedemann, but we don't actually know that. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen Egon. No, we have not seen Egon. There's, there's some characters we have not seen in this alternate world, in addition mm-hmm. to Jonas. Um, mostly the Tiedemanns, because Regina is dead, and we yep. aren't seeing we aren't seeing Claudia, we aren't seeing Egon, nothing like that.
1: Yeah, maybe a world without the Tiedemanns, or who knows?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and also that uh, Ulrich brings up, but we what we've also noticed that he is cheating on the woman who he cheated on his wife with. Mm-hmm. So quality guy that Ulrich Nielsen.
1: Yeah, he makes good no impulse decisions. Yes, uh,
0: but he does. Well, he does. He does impulsively decide that he's going to end things with Charlotte, and she doesn't. See, she seems to understand, which you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem like she was that into him at times, anyways. So it's probably for the best for everybody. Yeah. Um, again, just because I brought up the evidence boxes when we saw them in the evidence room in scene one, or in episode one, I just noted the few dates on the evidence boxes that were behind Charlotte. So we have five ninety-one, so May of nineteen ninety-one, and eleven of eighty-one. November of 1981. Not um, sure if those are going to be important. Probably not with only five episodes left, but just wanted to note them in case somehow those years become details. important. Yeah. So then we transition back from the alternate world to the prime world. Bartos and Martha walk into uh, uh headquarters where the stranger is. And Bartos is confronting the stranger uh, about being stuck there. He says that they've been stuck there for weeks. My understanding is it's been three months. I don't know why you would refer to three months as weeks. Um, it, it It's probably was just a weird phrasing, but do you think that maybe they haven't been there that long?
1: No, I think it's probably weird phrasing, yeah, because they seem so well it's en- been weeks,
0: right. Yes, like like twelve weeks at least yes. Uh, Well, Yes. you know Bartos is weird, yeah, Bartos is weird. i I don't think Bartos is the worst. I have a new candidate for the worst after this episode. It's not Bartos. Oh. Um, and Barta says that the stranger has been lying and he's known all along that their machine doesn't work and um, that uh, the stranger responds he says that this is not Martha she's dead people don't come back from the dead So, Mm -hmm. total contrast from what we saw in the first scene yep uh, Magnus has to chime in because he hasn't said anything in a little while and he says uh, but she may be our only way out so Good job, Magnus. Um, Francisca, mute in this episode, apparently. Doesn't say anything. Has no lines. None. Yeah. Just looks. Yeah. So she's becoming more like her alternate part. Yeah. Um, then we go outside. They take it outside, and we get one of those classes, classic Bartos and Jonas fighting in the rain scenes. Mm hmm. So that it's I like that. A, again. It's yeah, all happening again. Yeah, I like happening. that as a, as a callback to season one. Oh, yeah. fighting over Martha, too.
1: Yep and yeah it's just everything yeah everything is just happening like it's like your jana it's just like everything's happening like it always has Mm -hmm. it's that you're getting the feeling that all these characters have had in this world already in different moments you're now having as the observer here
0: Mm -hmm. Like, like the whole show is deja vu
1: Yeah. And like, I mean, I maybe by the end of the show, it's one of these shows where you realize you're like an active participant as the audience. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, I'm not saying it's like a fourth wall breaking type of thing, but like maybe you're like an observer or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just saying like there, you're supposed to be feeling like I've seen this all before. Why are they showing us now? Time is running out. All those feelings are supposed to be being felt right now. I believe. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's me being a fanboy. I actually really believe it based on previous evidence from this show mm. and when it's had, you feel certain ways or not. I think it's manipulating us into feeling this like frustrated panic. Like why, are, why I get it? Like, but I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Just like the characters, they get it, but they don't get it. They continue not to get it. Jonas is an idiot. Like all these things. Like, yeah, every version of Jonas seems like he's an idiot. And it's like, how do you not get this? Right. Like, mm-hmm. Right. But he can't because he never did, right? But because he, he has that. to never
0: get it in order to create the things that create the thing that sent our camp everything back. It, it's
1: it's it's you know the frustration that you get in any sort of a free will determinism situation. Mm-hmm. So,
0: do you remember? Did Magnus pull uh, Bartos and Jonas away from each other when they were fighting in season? No, one?
1: it was Martha who did.
0: Okay, so, so that's like again, years. yeah, exactly. It's everything
1: shifted just a tiny bit again. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, well, you know, it, yeah.
0: So, so then uh, Bartos obviously upset. He is uh, finally telling everybody the secret that the stranger won't tell them. That the stranger is Adam. The stranger is the one who killed Martha. He's Adam. Is the stranger, mm-hmm. um, and everybody just seems a little confused by this. Of course, I feel like this is when the stranger should have been like, "Yes, Adam is me in the future, but I am not Adam yet." I was on yeah,
1: the... but he can't, but like where he's at in his time at this point, he can't, like he doesn't have that information that Adam does have,
0: but he knows he knows he's gonna become Adam, Jonas knows that Adam, yeah, will... but
1: if he says that, that changes his destiny, he never said in that at that point, so mm-hmm. it's just like again, it's just it's so basically, bit... you just
0: can't ask why about anything on this show,
1: the question is never, yeah,
0: yeah, you can't ask why, okay, um. All right, so then we go back to the alt world. We have Eva and Adam. I wrote Eva and Adam. It, it's Eva and Jonas, I guess because of the Adam and Eve pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a, another one of those kind of mind-blowing scenes where uh, Eve is telling Jonas, Do you, have you ever wondered why you can't let her go? There is an invisible ribbon that binds you two. Adam tried to sever it. And I guess that was uh, by killing Martha was when he tried to sever it. Yep. She shows Jonas the St. Christopher coin And at this point, right before she showed the coin, I was like, oh, they're like, you know, Adam and Eve, they're like two sides of the same coin. And then she literally shows that, shows the coin. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yep, see, we're two sides of the same coin. Um, And she tells him that uh, he's seen what Adam will do. Uh, You must make me what I will so that I can come back. You must make me what I will become so that I can come back. And uh, Jonas has like a little spaz attack where he says that he is sick to death of having all of these obligations, (laughs) he's sick of uh he's sick of being told what he has to do and what he's supposed to do all the time
1: and never doing the right thing
0: yeah that's true maybe if he used his own free will he would do the right thing but instead of just following this path following the thread
1: trusting what he's told by everybody else, by martha or by himself yeah which we found that everybody else is lying about everything you (laughs) know like and just using it to their you know what they think is their advantage and we
0: will find it by the end of this episode that both uh Old Alt Martha and uh, young Alt Martha are lying to Jonas at different mm-hmm. times in his life. Yeah. So um, she gives him this thing that I don't even—it looks like an iron almost. And uh, we find out later that it's a flashlight. I was—I thought maybe it was like a time machine. I wasn't sure what she was giving him. Um, yeah, I didn't ask.
1: But just it's just like a, a, r-
0: a rectangular version of the circle flashlight that we've seen before.
1: Hmm. Maybe and, a sign she's trying to fit a square peg through a circular hole.
0: Ooh, through a round hole. Oh, maybe. That could be everything. you could. That could be the whole way you could describe Jonas and Martha's relationship. Square peg, round hole.
1: Yep, maybe. Um, so There's got to be a reason for the different shaped light. They wouldn't just throw another light for no reason.
0: Uh, I mean, something. but like the time machine is a little bit different. Like everything's a little bit different in this world.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's just a little different since I have a circle, it's a square. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And instead of the rectangular box that we had for the time machine in the regular world, we have a sphere. So um, it might just be that, that they, they just switch those things. Mm -hmm. Then we see back in 1888, uh, alternate Martha is lying in her bed. Oh wait, no, sorry. Not back in 1888. This is still in, uh, this is still in the 2019 alternate world. Martha is lying in her bed and Ulrich is like ringing the doorbell, like a madman trying to get their attention. And she goes down, lets him in, and they're talking. And uh, he asks where Magnus is, and she says that he's asleep upstairs. Middle of the afternoon, and he's asleep upstairs. It reminded me of uh, of Mikkel with Egon. Oh, yeah. And um, so Ulrich is asking about the bunker, asking if Killian drugged her or she took anything. Then Magnus comes down. Apparently he woke up because he did ring the doorbell like 20 times. And uh, Magnus is wearing a skeleton shirt. I noticed that. Yep. Um, so that was a nice touch. And Ulrich is asking, you know, all about Magnus and and Martha. And uh, Magnus points out it's really nice that you could make some time to come and ask about us, like, sarcastically. Because mm-hmm. Ulrich is a terrible father. I noticed that, uh, you know, Mikkel is nowhere to be found at this point, And Ulrich doesn't seem interested in asking about Mikkel.
1: Yeah, I noticed that,
0: too. Do you think that's just, you know, again, they're like writing Mikkel out of the show because he's gotten too old or is there more to it than that? I don't know. I thought it was strange though. Yeah. Cause no. in this world, Mickel is older. So if they use that actor, like unless they mm-hmm. just couldn't get the actor. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Mikkel outside of a couple shots of him with a hat on and sleeping in bed, we've barely seen him.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah. So uh, Hannah arrives at the police station. She made brownies. It looks like. And uh, this was a nice nod to the audience. Hannah says to Charlotte, "You look different, Charlotte. Have you gotten a haircut?" Mm-hmm. And then gives her the hug and the smell. Yep. Same thing Katerina did. Yeah. Um. And the only, I think, the only other thing from that scene is that she asks where Alric is, and Charlotte says that she thought Alric went home, and of course, Alric mm-hmm. uh, is not going to be at home, so it's going to make her even more confused.
1: Yep. Similar to uh, Charlotte dealing with Peter saying he was at home when he's like at the, you know, the bunker mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh yeah. Or that's where true. He is.
0: Yep. Uh, so Martha, Martha and Magnus are up in Magnus's room. He has eat the rich written on his wall mm-hmm. and um, just like lots of posters and pictures everywhere. I think he has rats written on his window as well. Yeah. Um, and Martha is asking Magnus if he saw anybody in the woods and they're talking about the night before and uh, Martha says I know exactly what I saw or was that Magnus who said that one of them said that yeah I don't know I didn't know yeah uh, I didn't I didn't notice who it was but somebody said I know exactly what I saw and then uh, much like the other characters you've seen on this show Martha leaves through the window
1: mm-hmm. climbs
0: down yeah climbs down. I guess because Katarina got home in this time because they did reference when Arwick work was there that he should leave because Katarina was going to be coming home soon yeah so I guess she just didn't want to interact with her mom when she left so she snuck out Mm-hmm. uh so we've got uh you know another scene with um oh so this is when uh when old Martha gives Magnus the flashlight because then she's talking again and she says everything repeats uh you will always choose your Martha mm-hmm. and then she gave him something with the handle the square the square light mm-hmm. Jonas not Magnus you said Magnus oh yeah yeah Jonas so Martha okay. Martha this is Martha old and and. Jonas
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, Um, she says, you trusted the path that Adam led you on. You must show Martha how this is all intertwined. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Jonas leaves and we get a shot of old Martha, which is similar to, uh, you know, similar to the shot that we got of Adam in the last season where she's just kind of staring at her pictures and uh, like contemplating and and doesn't look very happy about everything. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I think at this point, also, I noticed that she was standing in the middle of the Adam and Eve poster. So before she'd been standing on the Eve side, now she's standing right in the middle.
1: Hmm. What do you think that
0: means? Hmm, probably nothing. Probably okay. just a, probably just a design thing. Hmm. I mean, maybe she maybe she's the you know maybe she's everything that we're seeing. Um, I don't know. Could could old Martha be Agnes Nielsen? I don't think so. Cause I don't think she looked enough like the stranger version of Martha that we see, but you know, it is weird that Agnes Nielsen is the first step off. I still like stuck on the fact that she's the first step off that infinity symbol. Mm-hmm. All right. In 1888, we have uh, alternate Martha with the stranger and he's asking her what everybody's been asking. If Jonas went to this alternate world with you, why doesn't, he, why doesn't the stranger remember anything about it? Yep. So we we said that, you know, in the last podcast, we thought that it was because there was actually progress, or at least that's what I th- I said. Uh, but maybe... And then actually early in the episode, I was thinking maybe that the stranger had been lying about it and he actually did remember it. Um, but now it seems like maybe something actually happens and he loses his memory from this event. Yeah. Kind well, of like, I mean,
1: it, it, maybe it's the, the the whole time travel having a dementia, dementia effect, but I'm not mm,
0: sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it, it is... I'm more on board now with that something happened and he can't remember it versus this is a different version of Jonas. Okay. Um, And they bring up the letter. Martha says she didn't write the letter that he has. Now we don't know who wrote the letter or what's in the letter yet. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Is the stranger even open that letter yet?
1: I don't I think they've just shown him holding it.
0: Yeah. So Um, so I'm wondering if whatever's in that letter is going to spur his memory of what he did. Similar to Michael seeing the jacket, and I think there was something in the last episode that spurred somebody's memory as well. Um, So we've had things that that remind people of the of their past. Yeah, it would mean it would be good mirroring for sure. Um, And she asks the stranger about Sigmundes, and this is when the stranger mentions that you know old man Tanhouse tried to bring someone back to life, um, thought all the errors could be fixed by time travel but doesn't bring salvation, only damnation. And then Martha mentions that everybody is dead in her world, but she wants to prove to him that she can be trusted. So she takes him outside in the rain and digs up her version of the machine, the spherical machine, pulls out a black ball of fuel and says, this is my last one, and gives it to him. So that's her way of showing that Jonas, at least to show him that she can be trusted. Yep.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just this world's version of the time machine in every way. I like how even the canister is different for, like, the material inside the...
0: Yeah, but it's the same. It's probably the same material, I guess. It's probably the same part of it. Well, maybe, because, yeah, maybe, yeah. Oh, yeah, might not be. So. Um, So then, you know, right after Martha is saying that she can be trusted, we see the old version of her in the alternate world, and the three ninjas enter her office. So she is, uh, apparently she is in line with them. They bring her the book and uh, something black, which turns out to be the power plant map along with two keys and the four Charlotte pocket watch. Yep. And she talks about how we must preserve this knot. Um, And they bring up kind of like what Magnus and Francisca did with Adam in the last season that you could have told him what path he was on. Yep. And old Martha says his Martha must always die. So that it must always happen.
1: Just everybody always thinking that their, uh, their understanding of how things are supposed to go are the right ones and everybody mm-hmm. else's are wrong.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, that thinking you know. they're the
1: individual entity.
0: Right. Well, and, and she, much like Adam, they both try are trying to preserve all of these events happening to lead to their creation of Adam and Eve. Yep. Um, if we're looking at it as, as this version of progress. And this was where I noticed the scar. So the scar, on I watched it twice. Noticed this when I first noticed it. Then on the rewatch, I paid special attention to it. The scar is on the left side of this guy's face now. Hmm. So is it that when he travels between worlds, that scar gets reversed and it's on the left side, I think in all three of them when they show them. I mean, I just can't remember if you can see the scar on the other guys, but um, it's definitely on the other side of the face.
1: Yeah, that's. I don't know what that's supposed to mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe it's either like, you know, as you said, you know maybe these aren't the same three people, but they've all like as we were talking about they they all had the same experiment. maybe that experiment was like some sort of cloning thing or splitting, mm-hmm. so it's split, and there's one version that's in this world one and the other. Um, yeah, I'm not sure, and so that's something I definitely will be watching definitely on purpose though, yeah but... it's I, I can't imagine that that's like a makeup prop uh, makeup error like continuity yeah. or something. So, uh, yeah, that's on the left side, and it is something that we talked about with this mirror world—that like the houses and stuff were reversed, the way the houses were set up, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about like we're actual people reversed, and we didn't notice anybody. Although we do have Waller's left eye in the original world was blind, in his right arm, or sorry, his right—I think it was his right eye and his left arm, but it's the opposite arm from the eye that was uh, yep. that was hurt. I do not think that Helge is reversed. I think Helge had that, it's the same side that Helge is blind versus deaf.
1: Well, Helge has an eye instead of an ear. Right, but it's the same side oh, of the face. Oh. Yeah, I think so. I'm yep, pretty sure. I, he I'd had I'd someone with the right and side look. and it's his left side, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. We'll have to look for Enos' mole.
0: Oh, that is a good observation. Yeah, when we see Enos, what side is her mole on?
1: Yep, if we see true.
0: Enos. I'm hoping that it's not just like that Ennis's contract expired and they just don't have her on the show anymore. No, I don't think that's... yeah. I don't think that's the case. Okay. Uh, and then, so in this world, we've got Charlotte. Uh, she is investigating the bunker. And um, she goes in there. She's, she's being led by a flashlight. And uh, her flashlight shows something written on the wall. They didn't translate it, and I couldn't really tell what it was, so I'm guessing it's not important. Um, yeah but she does see the red thread with the coin. Yep. And this transitions to Helge holding the the a different version of that red thread with the coin. Um you know, it's it's we're not sure exactly. It seems like this move is the same red thread and the same coin, but we don't know, you know, does does Helge go back in time and leave this thread in the bunker? Mm-hmm. That's kind of my running theory on it.
1: Yeah, I think I'm I don't know what else. That was my thought too. I don't know what else.
0: I mean, unless do. it's that they have lots of red threads of coins from all of the different kids that they sent, and so there was a couple of them, and they had one at the bo- that was left at the bottom of the bunker.
1: Well, yeah, they have shown that being they have shown that in every kid, right? So, so I
0: think that this this coin, you know, this is just a regular like penny or whatever with mm-hmm. the year on it. So it's not like these coins are as rare as probably that Saint Christopher is like a one of a kind. Yeah. So it it might not be that it's the same, but it's the same type uh, where the red thread in the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see Martha going to Eric's dad's trailer and she's going to talk to Killian, I guess, to see if Killian knows anything about her being drugged, maybe her hallucination. And she says that she didn't see him at the dorm. So I guess, does does Wyndon have a college that we didn't know about until now?
1: Um, Maybe, uh, I mean... Either that, or it's just mistranslated, possibly. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it's maybe. Like an apartment.
0: Yeah. Because uh, Killian says that he hasn't lived here in two years. I heard but that. she still treats him like trailer trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically break up. But what I got from this is, I guess, uh, I guess Killian is not in high school with them. He's actually a college kid.
1: And Yeah, but they show him in the high school, I thought.
0: Right. No, he is in the high school in the first episode. So I was like, why does this guy hang out? I guess he's just like the Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused. He just is like dating high school girls and hanging out at the high school. I guess. Yeah. I was... That's like the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, what is... what is with this? Although it does explain possibly why we don't see Killian in the prime world because Killian actually exists. He's just away at college. And since he's not dating Martha, he has no reason to be around.
1: Yeah, that could be. It's, yeah, I just find it weird he was never even mentioned when Eric is like brought up.
0: Right, you would think when Eric disappears that his brother would come back.
1: Yeah,
0: um, we also don't know anything about Eric's mother. No, and he none. does have bright red hair. So I know you mentioned that uh, Francisca is the only other person with bright, with red hair. So yep. maybe there's a connection there. Um, and then Jonas is in the background, creepily watching them with his hood up. We see we see that shot a lot of lots of characters. Yeah. Uh, then no, Killian is is the worst. I thought that's what I wrote down also.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I just I, it's Killian's one of those characters where maybe he ties in with everything bigger and and you mentioned that you think he kind of looks like Peter so maybe there's that. Um, but to me it's just kind of um, I don't get why he's I don't get why he's being introduced and he's around right now.
1: It reminds me of the guy who they got rid of from the first season of uh, Parks and Rec. The oh, boring yeah. white dude. Tom was it? No, 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 it wasn't Tom. It wasn't
0: Tom. Um, I know who you're talking about Greg. Was that his name?
1: Yeah, I don't remember. But he was like everybody. Knew, he was like the worst. And yeah. just like, why is he here? And like, um, yeah, this guy's that guy. I'll OK. Yeah. Let's say he's, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll say he's the Killian. Yeah, yeah. The Killian of Parks and Rec. Everybody who's seen Parks and
0: Rec knows who I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't remember what that guy's name is, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Which is why he got off the show. Mm hmm. Um, yeah I think between this scene with Killian and then this next scene is the first time I was watching it where I was just like what are we doing like why are we wasting time with this Uh, because then we have a scene between Hannah and Alexander and they're in the power plant and she says that she's very sorry about Regina and is asking how Bartos is and then much like we saw in the first season she gives Alexander that bag which he had his stuff in and -hmm. so she's blackmailing him um, but in less of a cool way than the the way that she did it in the first season Yep. But revealing to him that she knows his identity. And uh, he says, What do you want money? And she says, No, I want you to destroy Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So this time, instead of wanting to destroy Ulrich, she wants to destroy a different cop who is having an affair, and that is Charlotte. Yep. Do you think this is going somewhere?
1: Um. I mean, in this world, Charlotte's going to probably end up where Ulrich was in some way.
0: Oh. Up- so you think Charlotte's going to end up being the one who travels back in time?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: oh all right see i okay i kind of like that if charlotte is playing the Ulrich role yeah yeah my thought was that Ulrich we're gonna see Ulrich being so uh so obsessed with mads and mads stuff that Ulrich is gonna end up be traveling back in time not charlotte okay but it seems like one of them has to
1: yeah i think uh i think it's gonna be charlotte my money's on charlotte
0: yeah i like that okay that would be an interesting twist um so charlotte charlotte pulls up to the church she walks in and peter is in church meeting with a young man i know you said this is a big peter episode so i'm sure you have thoughts on this
1: yeah um who that's got to be younger peter he's talking to right
0: like so you think that's like noah and Mm -hmm. noah the scenes we've seen with that yeah okay i wasn't sure i did get that vibe but the kid didn't seem that much younger than him whereas the
1: difference it did seem about 30 years I'd say
0: yeah Um, pick
1: that up and the way that young the young Peter looks which I think it's young Peter I don't Mm -hmm. know I didn't look at but the way young Peter looks at Charlotte as he's leaving like you know uh, it's like kind of similar to the ways like young Katerina would look at like older Katerina and even though obviously young Peter isn't the same as Mm -hmm. Charlotte but it's like when you see someone from your future before you're supposed to see them they have like a way of kind of prolonging the gaze on them and i yeah noticed, i noticed that with this young kid as he walked out and they purposely like left out all of what he said
0: so if peter is like noah mm-hmm. um it, like this version of this this world's version of noah so he's like a time traveler just like yeah. the young version of himself and the old version of himself um i think that could lend some credence to what we saw in the very beginning of the episode if that old man is peter Mm -hmm. that what we were actually seeing was we were seeing the the way back in the alternate world, not way back in the prime world.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, the way that it opened, it opened and it looks so weird. Just watch the opening again. Like, pause just the first shot and tell me if that doesn't, like, look like something's off here.
0: Yeah, I just noticed how many trees there were. That it was like a road with a ton of trees. It looked like it was
1: black and white. It looked like Sin City. Like, that's what I thought. Both times I saw it, I was like, this reminds me of, like, Sin City here. (laughs) <laughs> it's just really weird.
0: I never would have thought Sin City would come up so much on a dark podcast.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I'm here for.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see Sin City 2? No. I never saw that either.
1: No. Nope. Left it at one. I love Sin City, though. I think it's I, long, I only it's saw it once. I saw. liked it a lot. A lot of people have suddenly not liked but I still like it.
0: Oh Yeah, I liked it. I, I don't remember much about it, but I remember seeing it. Yeah. Um. All right, so then we get a conversation about Helge between Charlotte and Peter. Uh, so Charlotte is asking Helge about last night, or sorry, Charlotte is asking Peter about Helge last night. Apparently they had dinner together. And then she's asking about him and having the bunker and if he lived at the cabin. And uh, asks if he had the bunker when Peter arrived in town in 1987. So once again, we're getting a reference to Peter arriving in Winden in 1987, mm-hmm. which is the same thing that we had in the prime world. Um, we don't know where he came from. Yep. Neither of these times. And um, it's, it's weird that nobody seems to ask about that. That like this guy is apparently Helge's son, but showed up after he was already probably the age of the kid that we just saw. If that's young Peter, mm-hmm. that's probably Peter in
1: 1987. Yep. Um, it's not where he showed up from. It's when it's
0: when he showed up from. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah. Uh, Peter says that Helge was in, uh, was already in the nursing home at that time. Yep. So apparently, probably in the nursing home from when he was uh, in that car accident. If if things happen the same. And then uh, suddenly, Peter gets a call on his cell phone. Also, uh, and I think somebody brought this up in comments that we got. But is it weird that Peter is a priest and has a wife?
1: Yeah, I th- I didn't think about that, but um, I don't know how that works. I'm not. Sure. Yeah, I don't either.
0: We this is what, we really need the religion expert on this podcast with us yeah. who knows more about this stuff. Too bad today. they're not rabbis. We can yeah. answer those questions. Um, yeah, no, then we just look dumber because we wouldn't know that stuff either. That's true. Uh um, what the curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he suddenly gets a phone call that Helge is at the police station and Helge is confessing. So we did see when we saw Helge holding the coin a couple minutes ago, he stands up and walks out. And this is, this is diverging from Helge in, in the first season because in that season, Helge walks out and he goes... He doesn't go to confess. He goes to try to travel back in time, correct? Yep. Yeah, we never got Helge confessing in season one.
1: Yeah. He always wanted to, but never did.
0: Right. So then uh, Helge is confessing, and Ulrich comes in. And just like in season one, Ulrich starts strangling Helge, like a Bart Simpson, Homer Simpson type strangle, um, wanting to know why he had all the, all of Mads' stuff. And this is where I was like, oh, that uh, Ulrich doesn't realize that this kid that they're looking at is actually Mads. It's he just thinks it's some yeah. random kid with Mads' yep. with Mads' uh, clothing on. Yep. And this, so this, I think, is where why I thought that Ulrich is going to be the one to go back in time because Helge says you're alive. It was you, which makes me think that Alric goes back in time uh, and you know tries to tries to kill a, a young Helge just like he did in season one. And maybe in this time when he goes back in time, he's actually killed. Because Helge seems surprised that Ulrich is alive.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't know why else Helge would be surprised that Ulrich is alive.
1: Yeah, I like that theory. Um,
0: maybe, it's, maybe both Ulrich uh, and Charlotte go back and they go back to different times. Maybe Charlotte goes back to the 80s and Ulrich and goes back to the 50s. Could be something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. that could be too.
0: Um, or maybe, actually, what if it's that Ulrich goes back and Alric actually is the one who slams the car into Helge? like old Helge did, and that's why, because he obviously has to see Ulrich die.
1: Mm -hmm. That's how Ulrich dies there?
0: Right, so instead of old Helge dying, that's Ulrich dying.
1: Mm.
0: So we'll have to to watch that and see. Uh, Then we have uh, Martha in the woods, and uh, Jonas approaches her, and um, Jonas says that he's always been there. And he lists in her life and lists the different things from her past that they both shared. Um, And she doesn't seem surprised by any of these. So apparently all these things happened in both the prime world and the alternate world. Magnus getting his tooth knocked out. Nickel putting uh, spiders in her shoes when they were camping. And uh, Martha getting homesick on a school trip and having to have Katarina come pick her up. Mm -hmm. Apparently all of those things happened. And uh, Jonas says that, her, that Martha's future self is the one who told her about everything. And uh, Martha responds, you're mad. Which seems very close to mads. You're mads. Yeah, you're mads. No, I'm Jonas, actually. Um, Jonas is mads. Yeah. Ooh, no. No way. <laughs> uh, I can, uh, so Jonas says, I can show you how this is all bound. <laughs> so he's gonna, Jonas is gonna show Martha the way of the time travel. Yep. And it seems like just telling her all of these things from her life. Oh, also he mentions that she saw her future self when uh, she was at the caves the night before. So um, I think that's really what like, there's nobody else who would know that. So the fact that he knows that and tells her that the old version of her told him that I, I think that's what really sells Martha. Like, okay, I can believe this guy mm-hmm. in 1887. We have the stranger putting that black glass ball into a pot And he turns on all the machines, the electricity strikes it, and we get the creation of the black goo, the uh, god particle that we saw um, Adam has control of in the second season. Mm -hmm. But it's not quite there yet. The power fails, so he's not able to fully make it. it, Similar to how when Jonas tries to get it working in the future time, the beginning of season two, and it fails because of the lack of power. Yep. And it was that he needed more fuel. I think he had to go get gasoline to get it working in the future. So we'll have to see what the stranger is going to have to get to get this one working.
1: Yeah, because as Bartos says in this uh, later or earlier, it's hard to find uh, nuclear supply in 1888.
0: Probably also hard to find gasoline in 1888. Yep. So it's going to have to find something else to power it.
1: Very back to future three problem.
0: Yep. Um, maybe Maybe they'll have to have a train, something with a train. I don't know what that would be. Um, but as the power is failing, they all realize that Martha is gone and she ran, she goes into the bedroom and she grabs a lantern. She has her machine and pulls out like a a stick with all of those, those balls in it. So, um, apparently she had a whole bunch more fuel rods and those fuel rods. Did you think those looked different than the one that she gave Jonas? I couldn't really tell. Cause it looks like the one that she gave the stranger was black and much darker in the center. And these were clear, like almost like that was a used up one. And the ones that she had were unused. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was, it was hard to tell. I, I was trying to watch for it. Maybe been the time. lighting. Yeah. It might've just been the way it light, the lit. I,
1: I, I don't think they
0: were different.
1: At um, least that wasn't my thought. Watching.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so then she uses the machine and she transports herself away and uh, everybody runs in and i thought it was it was interesting the stranger just glares at bartos and was just like very seems very mad at bartos about this i don't think mm-hmm. bartos did anything wrong
1: yeah i don't know like not not to get that kind of reaction I right like it,
0: it was like a very long stare that he had at him at the end of the scene mm-hmm. um Maybe he's able to make Bartos think he did something wrong, which is why Bartos is, like, Adam's underling in the future. Yeah. Because he just is is making him uh, submissive to him. Even though oh, Bartos didn't be. do anything wrong. he's I guess he's turning Bartos into a pawn, really. We've talked mm-hmm. about Tiedemann's all being pawns. Yeah. All right, then we get a <clears throat> couple more this- things in this episode. Uh, so we've got alternate Jonas and Martha. They're going towards the flashlight, so we're getting our... uh our customary montage of all the characters and seeing where the characters are. He's lighting the flashlight into the caves. We see Helge sitting in jail, which we've seen other. We've seen Alric, we've seen Alexander, and now we're seeing Helge sitting in the jail cell. Um, very cool song in the background of this. It, even the the caption said, "Ticking and metallic drums," and it like mm-hmm. it, that beat goes so well with the theme of this show. Yeah. And uh, alternate Jonas or sorry, alternate Martha and Jonas are going through the caves. They get to the door. Instead of this door saying sick this door says something that means let there be light. Mm-hmm. So sick I don't remember. Do you remember the exact pronounce- what the exact uh, translation of that was? Thus the world was created. So thus the world was created, let there be light. They kind of go, hand- they're pretty much probably back to back phrases in the Bible, I would assume.
1: Yeah. And, you know, earlier old Martha's talking about how Jonas needs um, decide to fight for the light.
0: Right, the light versus the shadow. Yep. So um, I, I like that that door was Let There Be Light. I thought, I was trying to think. And I would imagine whatever it says on that door is probably going to end up being a title of an episode, maybe the title of the finale.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and we see Ulrich sitting in his office as Peter and Charlotte are leaving. And Hannah is getting home and sees Ulrich is not there. I feel like we got anything with Hannah's pregnant belly in this episode. We never saw that she was pregnant nope and um, then we have, uh, we have old Martha staring at the coin as uh, alternate Martha and Jonas are going through the passage mm-hmm. then we go way into the future to uh, September 23rd 2053 we see the power plant and we see, um, we see the snow coming down and Martha is walking she goes into that room where uh, the room where it happened at the end of the second season room where everything exploded. She walks in and uh, some old man says, did you give it to him? I was always too gullible. And look who it is. It's Adam with like a black uh, jacket on. Yep. And there's all these machines going and they have the God particle going as well in there. And um, so, you know, it's kind of, a it's like an interesting that we had old Martha working with young Jonas, old alternate Martha working with young Jonas. And we have Old Ad, old Jonas Adam working with young alternate Martha. Mm-hmm. So um, and I was always too gullible. So it seems like the this always happened that this this Martha always went back and and interacted with the stranger, gave him the goo to create the ball as well. Yep. Um, and it looked to me like they were in some kind of room, like they were separated from the from the ball, which is different than what we saw when Jonas was in there before. I don't know if it was just the way it was shot.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Maybe they're like making adjustments the, you know, their figures to make it out. more safe or something. Yeah, it l-
0: looked like they were in like a like a separate office from where the main room is.
1: Yeah, kind of like X rays, like
0: avoiding the radiation. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that type of thing. So, um, and Adam is looking more and more like uh, I feel like he looks like Darth Vader with his helmet off at this point. Got the all black on, so. Um, do you think that Adam went straight there after he killed Martha? Or do you think he went back to 21?
1: Um, I think maybe he went back to 21 first.
0: Because mm-hmm. this is six months, or what is this, three months later, three months after everything happened at the end of the second season.
1: Yeah, I think he went back to home base, mm-hmm. first, which would be 21.
0: All right, but the episode is not done. So uh, usually we get that montage and then we get one scene at the end. We actually are getting two scenes at the end. Uh, again, it seems like we're in the future, probably in 2053 again, or 2052. I guess from 2019, it would be 2052 this time. And uh, uh, Jonas and Alternate Martha are walking out of the cave. This is a very different exterior to the cave than we've ever seen, and it's completely bright there. Literally, mm-hmm. let there be light. It is very light there. looks like a desert. looks like Egypt or something. There are no trees or any people or buildings or anything around. Uh, it's like a desert wasteland. And uh, somebody approaches them, is all wrapped up in, uh, in masks and scarves, and she takes, she takes off her mask and her scarf. Uh, I'm assuming that this is stranger Martha, but I guess we don't have that confirmed. And she says to them the same line that the stranger said to Jonas when he first traveled to the future, welcome to the future.
1: Mm-hmm. Also the same line that Celia said.
0: Uh, uh, if we know yeah. that that woman's name is Celia, yeah. Yeah, Scarface. Yeah, Scarface. Yep, exactly. Um, and this this uh, older Martha, stranger Martha, does have a scar over her face, like a small scar, which you pointed out that uh, Eve has a scar kind of by her eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like that's the same scar, but we don't have that on Martha yet, on younger Martha. Nope, not yet. And that is the end of the episode. So um, we have the alternate version of 2053. I think it's interesting that going through the tunnel... Instead of taking you to the past, like it does in the Prime World, it takes you to the future. Mm-hmm. So maybe that debunks the theory that Ulrich or Charlotte is going to travel into the past and do something.
1: Yeah, or um, maybe
0: maybe you go to the maybe it's the you go to the past if you go one way, in the future if you go the other way.
1: Yeah, that could be. So, it's just right. the opposite directions. The right, story. exactly. So
0: in like in in the Prime World, um, both ways go to the past. And in mm-hmm. this world, one goes to the past, one goes to the future.
1: Yep. I like that.
0: Yeah. All right, and that wraps up episode number three, Adam and Eva. So let's uh let's do our MVPs for this episode.
1: Okay. So you um, first. Hmm. I'm kinda I'll go with Martha. Martha um, yeah, Martha?
0: I, I mean, oh, I guess it has to be Alt Martha.
1: Yeah, it has to be Alt Martha. Um, I just think that she's you know really setting the final like cycle fully in motion here Mm -hmm. i think from here on out we're going to have a lot of ground being covered i think Mm -hmm. this is the final setup episode i think the rest of the way we're going to see a lot of questions being answered and um, identities being revealed motivations being changed shifted so i'm looking forward to it but yeah martha's my pick here even though i gassed up peter he just there i the peter's coming next yeah. next episode i predict like it's like the up and coming guy going into next season your circle and this is uh-huh. next season is
0: the next episode is peter's if only episode. there was a next season next episode is peter's episode yeah um yeah i really don't know for this episode who to give it to um i was thinking adam but by giving it to adam i'm also giving it to jonas and jonas does some stupid stuff in this episode as well so i don't feel like I feel like Adam is dragging, is dragged down by his younger versions of himself. Um, let's see. We have uh, Killian is the worst, so he's not going to get it. I I agree that Martha's putting some things in motion, but I'm not like loving anything that she's doing. Um, I'm going to give it to Peter, and this is under the assumption that Peter is the old man that we see in the beginning of the episode too. And so we're getting some interesting stuff with Peter, and I think it's the most intrigued that I've been by Peter so. Uh, I'm giving him like a preemptive spot for an MVP. So I'll give Peter an MVP point. Okay. That's uh, fair. Let's see. It's Peter's second MVP overall in the first one this season. Nice. So,
1: Good for him.
0: Uh, currently our lead, we have Katarina and alternate Martha, mother and daughter, both with two. We have uh, three ninjas with one and Peter with one. All right. Three ninjas. They might have to split those up. Uh, if we If it turns out that they're not the same person
1: yeah true i'd say so far middle you called this mvp though he seems to do all the heavy oh ones. yeah yeah
0: he's the one who does all the talking the old man's done all nothing that. the kid's done a little bit
1: the but... kid like closed the door
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the old man's hasn't done shit
0: no just so, looks like helge
1: yeah you just look a lot like helge bro and i'm really not sure if these three are the same person anymore mm-hmm I I think, in fact, uh, if I had to bet, like, on Vegas right now, I'd say no.
0: You'd say no. You'd probably get pretty good odds on that.
1: Yeah, I would probably get plus money. So, I, I just, I, I the, the hand thing at the beginning is what's supposed to make you think it. And, like, them being, like, together in the same outfits, but they're just, like, probably just Amish. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, future Amish people. Or
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just to give them, like, a timeless costume.
1: Yeah, it just like, you know, the priest costume, mm-hmm. which allows him to travel through time. Because priests always have the same outfit no matter where they're at through like the last four hundred, five hundred years, priests look like a priest. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect cover.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, let's get into some of our feedback. So uh we've got our friend Adrian Adrian Kali, not Ariadne Kali. And he says, uh when Jonas is questioning Martha and uh, he's talking about how he doesn't remember uh, visiting Martha's world. He says he's a little irritated that Jonas didn't ask any follow-up questions. The two of them should have been comparing notes.
1: He never did.
0: Yeah. So it's just fate? He never did. He didn't have that
1: information then. And he's, yeah. It's, yeah. Like that would be But it's doing- like, if he
0: had free will, he should have been like asking a million questions. Yeah. Well, but they I had Martha think- for, for a couple of days and they didn't ask her any questions. Yeah, well...
1: Bad use never, of time.
0: Bad clock yeah. management
1: between them. Bad clock management. indeed. Yeah.
0: Uh So uh, Adrian also talks about the letter. So he says that Noah is the one who handed it to Jonas in the first place. I do not remember Noah handing Jonas that letter. Yeah, I have to. I don't really remember. Yeah, so... Um, but he's asking, do you think older Martha wrote it and or did young Martha just lie about writing it or is it forgery?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... um. Yeah. I just don't think we know. I, my, my guess on the letter is it's written by Adam.
1: Um, yeah, I don't really, I, I'm not really sure.
0: So that, why do you think it would be Adam? Because the stranger needs some kind of push to turn himself into Adam.
1: Oh yeah. We all need a push. Yeah. Right. So I
0: think that Adam could be putting something in that letter. That's going to spur some line of thinking with, with the stranger. Maybe it's like, this is what you need to do in order to get the ball working. And he tries to do that, and it's it, it you know does something, but it causes him to turn into Adam physically.
1: Yeah, it provides some information he now would have gotten. Right,
0: right. And, and then, then it's it you know it's another letter that's bootstrap, right? Because mm-hmm. the only way he could have written it was by having read it. Yep. So. All right, and then um, Walter Prager wrote in and said, "I'm abandoning the idea of multiple worlds because everything in this show is pointing to a mirror universe." We've seen the bed on the opposite side of the room. The school building is flipped. In this episode, oh, he pointed it out too. The cleft lift moves from the man's left side to his right side when they return to Eve's headquarters. Um, The true idea of mirror universes didn't exclude the possibility of now uh, of more than two, but strongly hints at just two. Okay. You think it's a mirror universe? I think I'm still, I'm more on board of like, this is like a, this is after everything or before everything. It's not, it's not mirror. It's, it's later on either further in the future or further in the past. I mean, originally I
1: thought mirror, that was my theory going into this season. Um, and I think based on what we've seen though, it's not that everything is just mirrored in this world. Things are different. Things are like, things have been affected from what's previously come. So I'm more coming towards your end of, theory that mm-hmm. this takes place afterwards because if it was just mirrored it's like well his left eye would be gone it's hell Gaze right right It it's not everything is not just mirrored things are mirrored often but it's everything is just off or different
0: yeah it's and everything affected, is often different because and and affected could, from
1: what's come before I think.
0: right like if the world was reset with things just a little bit different it could be that yeah. kind of thing um and, and i the reason why i like it being the future or the past not like it matters just some other time that's much further down the line is because this show we've always been watching has been about time travel. And then for it now all of a sudden to be alternate worlds as well. It, if it's, if it's all like one, one timeline, it, it just makes it a little bit more uh, cohesive with the theme of the show.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: Uh, so he, uh, he has a theory as well. So Adam slash Jonas killed Martha in the prime world. So would it be fitting for Eve slash Martha to then kill Jonas? Mm -hmm. So it would create a paradox. Younger Jonas Mm -hmm. dies. Uh, So what happens to older Jonas? But maybe such a paradox is not possible in the same universe, uh, but somehow permitted if it does by someone who is there from the mirror world. Mm -hmm. um, And if that happens, then future Jonas would end up losing his past uh, up to the time younger Jonas is killed. So I don't know when when she would, if, if Adam kills Martha in the prime world, and then Eve kills Jonas in the, in the mirror world, if we're calling it that the alternate world, um, I guess it would have to be that maybe it's not that she kills Jonas, but she kills like an ancestor that leads to Jonas because Jonas was never alive in this world. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Eve kills like, um, Kills Mikkel, I guess, right? Because kills his father, or doesn't maybe doesn't kill. Well, I guess if she just killed Mikkel, that would be some that would be some nice symmetry too. She killed Mikkel. so it's uh, another member of that family that gets killed, and by yeah. Mikkel being killed, he Jonas can never be born.
1: And she kills. She's killing her brother in the in right. that case too.
0: Um, or you know, maybe it's not even killing, but Eve is preventing. You know, somehow Eve prevented Mickel from traveling back, which leads to Jonas not being there. So maybe it's not even as, as specific as, you know, Adam killed Martha. So Eve kills Jonas, but Adam was responsible for Martha being dead. And Eve is responsible for Jonas not being alive.
1: Yeah. So it's like, the slight shift from one world to the other.
0: Exactly. Eve is actually responsible for this.
1: Mm -hmm. So I like that.
0: All right. And then um, let's see. So, we also have uh, Christina Johnson also pointed out the left side of the lip that the scar has moved. So lots, sure. of people, lots of people picked up on this. Yeah. So, um, nice, to, nice to see that I wasn't the only one who noticed that. All right, and that is it for feedback. So if you want to write in feedback, if you're watching, be sure that you send it to digestingdarkpod at gmail.com. You got to make sure you have the pod in there at the end. And just include your, uh, the episode number. That you're up to so the next episode that we're going to be talking about is episode number four the title of that episode did you catch the title the next episode Uh, i didn't
1: it is
0: the origin okay so what do you think that we're getting in the origin
1: um well the origin i don't know the origin of stranger martha i'm not sure
0: yeah the origin it could just be the origin of that world how that world is created. Um, I think that we're probably going to go to, I would imagine the origin is going to be a lot of things that we're getting the origin of. A lot of times the title doesn't just refer to one thing. Um, But my, my big bold claim is that we are going to get the origin of how uh, the stranger turns into Adam. Mm -hmm. So I think the stranger is going to attempt some experiment to get that goo working and it is going to scar him and make him look like Adam. I like that. Yeah, he's gonna burn off all of his hair and make himself all scarred up and ugly. Okay, maybe like look it. at the origin of the the three ninjas guys too. Okay, yep.
1: So I like it.
0: All right, so that episode is either gonna come out Tuesday, June thirtieth, or possibly Wednesday, uh, July first. Just depends on our schedules. We're trying to line that up so uh you know we'll get this one out and then if you want to watch episode four and send in your feedback if we do record it tomorrow on june 30th it won't be till later in the day um so you definitely have some time and you can send your emails to digestingdarkpod at gmail.com make sure you put the episode number in the subject line so we know to look at it yep all right anything else you want to say before we close this one down
1: uh, no, I think that uh, we pretty much covered it. I feel a lot more clear after this than I did before.
0: Oh, good, good. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it's going. Um, I think you know there is there is a, a greater plan in place. It's it's definitely we're seeing things for a reason. So yep. we'll have to see what where this world leads to as we go on to the next episode, the origin. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at brooksza. And
1: I'm at Aaron Jay
0: Brooks. And we'll see you next time for episode number four season three of The Origin. See you.